Hey guys, welcome to the new episode of From Hurt to Heal. So I saw a picture and it's describing why relationships fall apart. So it's a man on a rock, underneath the rock. He's holding on to his wife. And it's a snake biting her aunt. All while he has this rock on his back. The man can't see the snake biting his wife. And the woman can't see this rock on her man's back. And they're saying the moral of the story is sometimes a man can't see the pain that his wife is suffering. And the woman can't understand the pressure that men feel. So couples need to learn to understand each other more and communicate better so they can seek out the problems and turn weaknesses into strengths. And I found that interesting in the sense that communication is very key in a relationship. Because if one person doesn't know the weight that the other person is carrying and one person doesn't know the pain that the other person is suffering from. It's like, how can we work together to get some type of strength from that? How can we work out our problems if we don't know what we're suffering from? If we don't know what we're carrying A lot of times there is a lack of communication because of pride and ego. We don't trust our person enough to be vulnerable with them and allow them into our space enough to just have those conversations and say, look, I'm dealing with this or I'm hurting from this. Because sometimes that is not received very well. Let's just say with the picture, the woman is the one who's suffering. She's feeling pain. For women, it's, it's difficult at times for us to go to our man and say we're hurting from something. Especially if it's something that they're doing to hurt us. It shouldn't be that way. But a lot of times it can be. Because of that communication piece and that pride and ego. Because most of the time if you go to anyone and say, I feel like you hurt me in this instance. The first thing that's going to happen is they're going to get defensive because they're not going to think that they did anything wrong or that they caused you any type of pain and they're not going to want to own it and acknowledge it. So a lot of times women walk around and we carry it. We hold it in because if we express that pain, 
it's not going to be received. And once we express that, that pain, it can be flipped. You know, that whole reverse psychology thing or, or it's a blame game. Well, you did this to make me do this. When if it's effectively communicated. I feel the proper way to do this is. Express how you feel. In a way that doesn't seem like you're attacking your person. So then your person's response is going to be. I didn't know that that hurt you in that way. And I apologize going forward. I won't do that. How can I make you feel better? That's what a woman would want to hear. We really don't want to kind of feel like We can't go to our man and say, I was hurt by this. That's why men don't know that we suffer a lot of times because we hold it in. And then most of the time what happens is we just blow up at the wrong time, say the wrong things. Our communication is way off. Our tone can be off and it makes the situation worse. Now, on the flip side with men, there's this whole stigma that men don't show emotions and they don't cry and, you know, you toughen up and you just move on. That's why this man had this big rock on his back. He carries a lot of burdens. And yes, our black men in society, they do carry a lot of burdens that us women don't know about. And I can't even say that we can't relate to it now because of the way society is. We suffer from injustice just like men do. But at one point, it was more so men that we had to worry about out in society being gunned down by the police or just being gunned down in our in our own communities. That's hard for a black man. So I understand that. Now in a relationship, if the man is carrying all the burden of the finances, he has to figure out everything in the house because maybe the woman is a housewife or maybe she doesn't make as much money and can't contribute. Or maybe he has to work two and three jobs to make ends meet. Whatever the case may be, that man is carrying a lot of burden. And because he is a man, he sucks it up. And he walks around with it. And we don't know. And a lot of times we don't know as women because maybe we don't ask enough questions. We don't say, babe, are you okay? Like, is there anything I can help you with? How was your day? 
because it's been said that women, oh, as soon as you get in the house, oh my God, you ain't take the trash out this morning. I had to go take the trash. We start nagging them as soon as they get in the house. Or we didn't call them and said, can you do this before you get in the house? And they've been working both jobs or, you know, sometimes we can't put a lot on our men, but they don't say anything. Sometimes they do the same thing that we do. We wait until it builds up. They do the same exact thing. And then at the wrong time, they communicate their feelings in the wrong way and the situation escalates. Now what happens after this situation escalates on both parts? We said things that we didn't mean. Now we've caused more pain because we're taking shots. We're not being kind with our words. We may be name calling. It may even cause a separation. Because of that whole lack of communication. Because we're not seeing what our person is going through. I saw something on social media that says be kind to someone because you don't know what they're going through. And I feel like if it's anyone that you're being kind to, it's your person. You should really be kind to them because at the end of the day, when they come home, they have to deal with you and you have to deal with them. But if we don't communicate, we don't know what this person has dealt with all day. What if they got laid off and they came in the house and we just start going off and fussing and they've had a horrible day? They've already taken a shot to their ego because they're the breadwinner. Now they lost their bread. But we start nagging about something that is very minuscule compared to what they just dealt with in their day. Sometimes we have to be really mindful of how we say things, when we say things, and what we say. Because everyone does have a past. And on the other side of that pain that they have already dealt with, we could trigger that. We can we could actually bring those feelings out of repression. Maybe they haven't dealt with it. Maybe they just brushed it off. And that's not a real good thing in a relationship because if you haven't dealt with the other side, all that stuff comes out at the wrong time. And relationships can be ruined based on how you communicate. 
I think we need to have more conversations. We need to ask each other how we're feeling more often. We need to own our stuff a lot more than we do. And we need to learn to apologize. Now with an apology, it's not so easy to to apologize from the start. But it should be an apology followed by change behavior. Better behavior. Not making the same mistake again. And furthermore, it should be an apology and not an apology. Like, don't just apologize to defuse the situation. Apologize because you mean it. Because you understand that you have hurt this person. And you want to do better because you don't want them to feel that way anymore. Like, it could... It can take time to change bad behavior. That is true. But it should start to trigger once you once you get to that behavior. Like, say someone doesn't doesn't like you slamming the door. You're like, oh my bad. I didn't mean to slam the door. I apologize. The next time you get ready to slam the door, you're going to catch yourself because you know it's going to be something that's going to follow that slam door and you don't want to you don't want to even have to go through that. So it's going to cause you to think. So you're going to start to change your behavior so that you don't get the same reaction again. You don't have to go through the same problem over again. So apologizing comes with acknowledging that That you've done something wrong. And once you own that. You can start to work on that. Don't think that everything that you do. Is absolutely perfect. Because no one is perfect. And in this. This level of better communication with apologizing and acknowledging we also have to stop blaming because everything is not your person's fault if you're owning and acknowledging then you have to accept that you have done something wrong you can't keep accusing and blaming and pointing the finger To get out of admitting that you've done something wrong. It's okay. We all mess up. Own your part. Acknowledge the pain that you've caused. And move on from it. But if you keep thinking that everything is the other person's fault. Like if someone is hurting Say your your person is working two jobs. 
and you're upset that they're not spending any time with you. But yet you're a stay at home wife. So you come in and you're, you know, you're complaining and you're fussing in. You say, it's not my fault that you have to work two jobs. If you quit working two jobs, then maybe you could spend some time here at home with us. And of course, his he's going to have a rebuttal. I wouldn't have to work two jobs if we didn't have so many bills. Your stay-at-home wife. But yet we have very large credit card bills. We have a newborn. Doesn't make any sense for you to go to work because all it's going to do is go to childcare. But yet you want to upgrade your car every two years, which costs more money. Or you want to keep throwing dinner parties, then I have to pay for food. Or you want to keep going on vacations every six months that cost money. You have a lifestyle that you want to upkeep. So I work two jobs to make you comfortable. I work two jobs to take care of our family. Not once have the lights been cut off. No, I don't have to work two jobs, but if I don't work two jobs, then some things are going to have to get cut back and then I'm going to have to hear about that. So it's not my fault that I'm work that I don't have enough time because I'm working. I'm trying to work to make this house run and to keep you happy and to keep a nice, comfortable lifestyle for our family. So while this man is doing all of this to make you happy, you're mad about him not having enough time to spend with you. But you want all these things. But you're blaming him. So maybe instead of you having these dinner parties and want to go on a vacation, maybe you can try to start doing something at home to make you some extra money where he you can fund those things and he doesn't have to work the two jobs. To do that, you can still work from home and take care of the family, and then he can have more time to be at home because he doesn't have to work two jobs. But you just start going off about not having time. The conversation didn't have to go that way. Instead of blaming him for not having enough time. You could have asked him, babe, what can we do so that you can have more time at home and you don't have to work so much? What can we cut out? Here are all of our expenses. What can can we do so that we don't spend money on something and your first job can cover all of the other expenses? That's a way to effectively communicate a problem that you're having. Would be ideal, but of course, like I said, women, we keep stuff bottled up and then sometimes it just 
comes out the wrong way. But we have to get better with that. We have to get better at communicating how we're feeling and what's hurting us. Because if not, there are going to be a lot of ruined relationships behind blurted out pain. I think sometimes there it is okay to take an opportunity when you have it to express how you're feeling, but there is a way to do it. If you're having a discussion and it comes out, well, look, I feel this way, then that's fine. But as long as it's communicated in a respectful manner that doesn't come off as blaming, it's not nasty and it's not hurtful. So we have to be mindful of what our what our person's already dealing with. We need to check in a little more. Instead of being so combative, we should be a little more caring. How was your day? How are you feeling? Can I do anything to help? Be better communicators because essentially it's going to help you in the long run. It can stop you from having arguments and saying things that you have to go back and apologize for later. That's a way to understand the other side of someone's pain. So this week, I challenge everyone to try and implement different ways that you can communicate better with your person. Figure out what you're lacking and what your person is lacking in the area of communication and how you guys can improve that. What you can do to ease some of that pain and not be a contributing factor because like I say, you don't know what that other person is carrying just like they may not know what you're carrying. Figure out ways to communicate that so it doesn't come out at the wrong time. I thank you guys for listening and I hope you come back next week.